We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Halpin. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, September 21st edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by Fanball. Um, like every Thursday, Tim Haney's with me, and we're going to preview week three. The first thing I want to ask you about, Tim, um, Ty Montgomery. There's a report in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel that says... They basically they suspect that they're going to reduce Ty Montgomery's workload. They haven't. The Packers haven't said they're going to reduce his workload, but this uh, beat writer seems to think they will. What do we What do we do with this information? Well, you have to keep in context uh, that you know the first two games of the year they've been you know kind of pass heavy because they really couldn't run on Seattle as well traditionally, and they, they needed him in, in that close game and. You know, Atlanta, they were down and they were without Jordy Nelson and all that. So and Randall Cobb. So they needed Montgomery on the field all the time. It might not be that way, you know, down the stretch. And, you know, the, the edict goes where they could say, all right, as, as the season wears down, winds down, we can, you know, use our bruiser a little bit more instead, especially when it gets colder and in Lambeau and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm not worried about it from a fantasy point because he's doing what he, we wanted him to do anyway. He's being involved in the passing game, which the Packers, do, you know, are in that formations a lot anyway. 
Um, do do we maybe worry about that later on in the year? Maybe a little bit. You know, maybe yeah. get, downgrade him to like a running back two every week or something like that. Is which is what you should have been doing anyway. That that's expectations you should be keeping with Montgomery because of that. So. I mean, I'm not worried about it just yet. I want to see more signs that, you know, Williams is actually involved. But Montgomery's, you know, he's been doing a pretty good job so far. So I don't know, you know, why they would want to do that right out of the gate. Right. I mean, not a ton of more high percentage of snaps, not a huge percentage of touches. I mean, last week it was 23 touches, which is a lot. 16 last week. Not I mean, it's, you know, as workloads go, it's not awful. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I I was going to say and and for the investment you made in him. Shut up if you're complaining that he might get a few fewer snaps. <laughs> I mean, hopefully you got him like round five instead of round three. So right. your you, ROI is even better. So it exactly. Matter. All right, everyone. We need to thank Fanball for sponsoring the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Check them out now. Fanball.com. Um, on Twitter, Tim's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at jhoppin 37 Tim is also everywhere at Rotowire, at Rotowire NFL. Um, basically, that's all you or it's a lot of you. Uh, Rotowire NFL is actually our feed of news, so yeah, you get yeah. direct you get direct news from from our you know RSS and stuff like that. So if you don't want to you know if you don't want to participate in I guess you know the, the 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 cheekiness of social media you know that I try to do, you can just get the raw news and just do Rotowire NFL. But I you know hope you will do Roto, at Rotowire because you know like to like to make things fun on Sundays. Absolutely, yeah. that's fun. Now, do you tweet all th- th- through the entire slate of games? Yeah, here and there throughout the day, I try to, you know, poke around a little bit. You know, I, I, I red zone it, so right. I'm on top of most things with that. So, yeah, and, you know, all of our RotoWire contributors, I try to, you know, share what they do because, you know, they're most of them, you know, are great at what they do, better than me what they do. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, got to share the love on, on social media for sure. See, people probably envision this as like this big command center that you have, right? Well, it is. It is. It's, 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 a, it's a fort. So, you know, it's pentagon level stuff going on there right you got 20 (laughs) tvs in front of you feeds coming in you know i'm I'm literally wearing a headset right now so it makes sense (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right let's start with the games uh rams niners okay quick question completely non-fantasy related Mm. i don't know if you know the answer to this when the 49ers opened the stadium two years ago Mm. there was a thing about how all the parking is in office parks around the stadium Mm-hmm. And and they said what happened for the first year anyway, they said they couldn't have any weeknight games. So they couldn't do Monday night football or Thursday night football because there was nowhere to park. On weekends, they had sort of leased out all these parking lots around the area. So I don't, do you know how they're doing this? Have they changed? Nope. I have no idea. I heard that, but I heard that originally, but no idea. Um, you know, hope they worked it out because <laughs> Thursday night, you know, going to be a little bit of a mess for yeah, them. So for, for the for the millions of people showing up for Rams 49ers. <laughs> Uh, color rush man (laughs) (laughs) it's color did you see the crowd in there two weeks ago for the panthers 49ers oh Oh my god there's nobody there yeah it's pretty awful i don't know it's it's almost as outdated as having levi's for a sponsor kind (laughs) of and people if they're parking from far office parks they gotta walk through the mean streets of santa clara to get there yeah All right. Uh, you're talking to someone who goes to, goes to concerts in, in seedier parts of Jersey. So, you know. yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I, I don't know. This seems like basically you look at this game and you go, Ugh. from a real life standpoint and a fantasy standpoint, though, though we shouldn't short shrift the Rams because they actually look kind of decent. Yeah. I mean, I'm more excited about the Rams in this game than I am the Niners. So, mm. and is there anybody? I mean, Carlos Hyde should do fine, he'll get his workload. Yeah. 
I mean, with Aaron Donald back, you know, how good is that, is that going to be better than than it has been against the the Rams previously? Even though the but the but then again, the the Rams even with Donald back, they gave up like seven yards of carry to the Redskins. I know. So, yeah, I mean, I the, the Rams defense. I, I feel like it, five years ago, four years ago, the Rams had a great year on defense, and everybody since then thinks they're awesome. Like you look mm-hmm. and you go, "Ooh, the Rams! That defense is pretty good." You go, "Yeah, I don't know how good it is." Yeah, I mean. You know, Robert Quinn is, you know, probably needs a little more time to get his health under him a little bit after last year, I guess. Ethan Westbrooks and Michael Brockers are okay. Tremaine Johnson's a good corner. That's a saving grace there. So maybe that's a good coverage aspect of them. But yeah, there's a little bit of a weak spot here. Alec Ogletree is a great IDP player, but I don't know how great he is in real life. I don't think he lives up to that hype. Right. So um, anybody on offense? I mean, Gurley bounced back last week. He did because they used him right finally. Yeah. You know. Watkins, he's he's a worry if you picked him, I think. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's an adjustment period going on there, but you know, I think this is a week that he could break out. I don't actually I don't know. The the, the Niners uh secondary hasn't been terrible. Right. I think it's mostly been the the run defense, but yeah, I don't know. Watkins is a wide receiver three still to me. Yep. Um uh, Cooper yeah. Cup. Everyone loves Cooper Cup. everybody loves Cooper Cup. My goodness. Yeah. It's justified to a degree, to a degree. You know, we, we talked about this, you know, it's a uh, that there's that that skill set that does kind of help Jared Goff move the ball a bit better than some of the other ones for sure. Right. Uh, I want to see if Gerald Everett's healthy. I think he's believe he's questionable heading into tonight. He's been impressive these first two weeks. Yeah, it, it sounds like, yeah, it, 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 we don't we won't know yet. He has been impressive the first weeks. Actually, in Scott Fishbowl, I dropped him and then I repicked him up. Oh, nice. Because after, you know, the first week I needed something. And then I realized, oh, right. The tight end friendly scoring. Yes. Oops. Yes. And, I'm in the best ball, Scott Fish, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. So I've had Everett this first two weeks, and just, he's been doing pretty well. So Way better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like best ball. As I get older, I like best ball. So yeah. I don't have to worry <laughs> during the week and waivers and all that. Yesterday, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I got to bid on people again. As you get to nine or ten leagues, yes, best ball's a, a saving grace for totally. sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, Everett's – I thought it would take longer for Everett to really do damage, but he's been really picking it up. So He has. Last, three for 95 last week. Yeah. Anybody Big else play. Anybody else you want to see? I mean, we covered the – the game is it's kind of a boring game and you've got the on a second i mean the overrunner is 39 and a half yeah Uh, i I think it could top that the defenses are bad enough (laughs) yeah that's probably true (laughs) the thing is the niners the 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 defensive front for the niners is actually pretty good yeah and i hope you know foster gets back soon because he looks like he was really good in pre in preseason yeah that, that would be a big loss again yeah all right um Next, Ravens, Jags. All right, everybody, uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Sunday. Don't forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who's got Yahoo's streaming this one? I believe so, yeah. I can't watch it on TV? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I didn't check on that. I don't think but. so. All right. I got to look into that. I'm sure there's a way that, that my kids will help me stream it through my TV. But. Yeah. <laughs> Roku or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's free on Yahoo. Free our, on Yahoo. Our, that's our, pretty good. Our, our buddies over at Yahoo being clutch. Thank for, you, Yahoo, yeah. for showing us the... Blake Bortles at 9.30 on a Sunday morning. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Blake Bortles and Jill Flacco. <laughs> I, I, it'll go great with breakfast, Blake Bortles. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Are you, you're not an early riser. You're going to be up for this one, right? I have to be. I have Terrence West. I got to decide on a couple lineups. Oh, so, my God. You know. What's his story? Yeah. Thigh ah, he might soft, not play? It says soft tissue injury. Um, it, it's questionable. I mean, the fact that they haven't disclosed it's kind of disturbing. Um, right. I think Javorius Allen's probably the better back right now anyway. Um, you know, he's got the passing element to his game like Woodhead would. And, you know, um, 
it's definitely one you're going to have to if you look at like if you like flex have a question there you're going to have to get up early to see what the inactives look like for this one so you it's a, one of my favorite things about fantasy football is two two weeks ago buck allen was dead to everybody <laughs> and now and now we're falling all over ourselves to say you know oh am i am i going to start him or carlos Hyde? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy i mean it's it, they, they might have a two-headed monster now with yeah them. Buck's good. Like you said, Buck can catch passes. And, and the thing is, as, as some smart people have pointed out, when you watch, he, he, can, he can catch the ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. And when you see him put up big receiving numbers, you look and you go, why did they sign Denny Woodhead again? Seriously. I mean, you know, Mario Puig does the, the film review article, which has been a big hit for us. Uh, you know, he's he 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 raved about Allen these first two weeks. He's been very smooth. You know, looks he looks the part. I, I mean, this, I don't think it's a fluke. I'm, I'm actually kind of happy I got him before the rush came in a league. I picked him up before week one with the Woodhead stuff. So I'm like, all right, sweet. Now I'm in a pretty decent spot. OK. So, yeah. Um, Fournette is I mean, he's going to get all the work he can handle. So even if he gets three yards of carry, he's viable. He probably will this week. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. They're, that Ravens defense is no joke. Yeah, they, they, they're they're back in that you know rep again. You know, watching C.J. Mosley patrol the middle of that field is fun. Yeah, I mean it is. he's he, he's a beast. I, I, this is a weird game because you look. And I like the Jags defense. Yeah, and and I don't like like Flacco, but Bortles is worse than Flacco, and the Ravens defense is better than the Jags defense. Yeah, I'd have to, I have to say that. Even though the Jags defense, you know, we, we, we pegged them as kind of an up-and-comer in yeah, fantasy-wise. But, uh, yeah, there's still some weak spots here, and I think that the Ravens, either way, are going to probably expose, expose them more often. I mean, Macklin seems like a great matchup, especially coming from the slot. Right. Um, yeah. I also I, – um, I actually am starting the Jags defense in a league this week. That's not a bad idea. I think Tobacco will still be good for a couple of sacks. Right. So. And plus that, and they're Saxonville. So. Yeah, there you go. And Wallace <laughs> and Perriman haven't really – haven't really been that efficient this no. year so far. So, what about um, tight end? Last week, so every, everybody. I feel like Ben Watson was a popular question from people this week, but mm-hmm. they threw to Max Williams too in week two. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Jacksonville's. I think they've been okay in giving up points to tight ends. I think that's a big part of what that is this week as well. Um, I don't know. I mean. I'm surprised that they're fitting in two tight ends like that and we're getting excited about it because, you know, as bad as Wallace and Perriman have been, you know, that's still, I think, the preferred guys on the field. So right. I don't know. Um, I, I'm ex- I'm, I think Watson's a good contingency plan for all the, the, the tight end carnage that we ha- happened to experience last week. But I don't know. I might be, you know, now that, and, and now that Evan Engram's got health issues, too, that kind of removes another option from there. So Watson does look a little bit better. So. Yeah. And remember last year, I mean, Pitta caught what? 80 how many passes a ton yeah he sneakily caught a lot of passes right i mean he caught yeah. for like five yards a catch or something but or it seemed well, like P- it anyway ppr yeah <laughs> i know all right browns colts yeah. is our first normal time game of the week <laughs> yeah. um yeah t.y hilton last week was not the production was not great but the you know the looks he got were he got nine targets and that's that's enough I mean, they're not high efficiency targets, though. Mm. I mean, what do you? I mean, Brissett's yeah. not terrible. He's not good. <sighs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, he's not Scott Tolzien. I, that's you know, faint praise, but mm. I mean, could you, T.Y. Hilton? Are you? Uh, he's a borderline. He's a flexy wide receiver three type, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of like the Minnesota downgrade without Bradford. This is kind of you know more, even more of a degree of that. 
Um, yeah, Hilton, you have to kind of still have to make him as a wide receiver three, I think, because of you know your investment in him. And he still has a downfield stuff. If he does happen to break one, it's going to be very good. Uh, Brissett, I have more confidence in hitting him than, than Tolzien. So, yeah, wide receiver three. You know, my, the tone of my voice can tell you how excited I am to, to really say I'm confident in that. Mm, yeah, I guess. Whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jack Doyle, though. We're excited yeah. about Jack Doyle. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. It makes sense with both these quarterbacks that have really targeted Doyle. I mean, he's just kind of been a safety valve and and that that's, you know, the, the, the tight end notion that, oh, the guys will check down. This one's actually coming true. So exactly <laughs> right. I mean, we always say, oh, he's going to throw it. It's a bad quarterback. He's got to throw to the tight end seven times. It always happens. Right. Um, on the other side, are you on the Richard Higgins train? Well, not not to the, not to the extent that people fab like 12 percent of their budget on him, which people is went crazy insane. about him this week. I mean, I get it. The connections there, um, you know, there's a little bit of skill to be had. You know, I don't want to say, you know, the, like the Travis Benjamin fervor when he first broke up with when he first broke out with them. But someone's got to catch the ball, I guess. And, you know, Corey Coleman going down is a big hit. And, you know, it hasn't really shown it much. Maybe it might be it might be a bad offensive switch for him. You know, the system might not be as good. But you, th- you think he wouldn't be a system guy because he's just mostly go. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Njoku stole that touchdown, and Septa Valve still pretty decently involved. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I still back on the running game and Duke Johnson and Crowell more than more than Higgins to be a major part of things because I think Kaiser opens up the running game as well, and we'll see more of that um, as we go along because the Browns' offensive line is still pretty good. So I don't know. Yes. I, I I think people are going a little bit crazy on Higgins. I think you know he's a flex guy, um, but there's the, I, I see the potential there for for a little bit more. Uh, the other guy I want to ask you about, Frank Gore. He never dies. Mm-hmm. He never mm-hmm. dies, does he? No. I mean, last week, 14 for 46 and a touchdown. You go, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you were drafted him in probably the seventh round at some yeah. point. People were saying, you know, at the end, you know, you get, you, you, you picked all wide receivers and then maybe you got a quarterback and you got one running back and you got to six or seven. You went, all right, I guess I'll take Frank Gore. Yeah. It's him or Paul <laughs> Perkins. Oh, <laughs> Frank no. Gore, he's going to get the ball 12, 14 times a game. Yeah, well, the, the you know the floor for Gore, you know, the, right. they, should, they should make a rhyme out of that. The floor for Gore, the floor or for whatever. Gore. That's good. Gore's flo- the Gore floor. I don't know. But this week, but, it's you know, it's fine. He, yeah, we can live with them. Fine. Yeah, that line is just garbage. Still, oh yeah. my god. Right. Costanza aside, I guess he's 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 been okay, but oh my goodness, that's 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 that's, that's not fun to run behind. That's, this is not a good game. No, it, this is, it, you know, just throw in the Jets, make it like a, a, a triple threat match for the tank bowl or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Steelers, Bears, Ben Roethlisberger on the road, everybody. Oh, no. Mm. Disaster. Mm. Do we care? <laughs> what do you think? They're, they're not. <sighs> the, the first week, the, I still am, am of the opinion that the Bears, I know last week was terrible. But I still think the Bears can be – they're going to be keeping games close at home. Like, they, yeah. like the Falcons game. Mm. Yeah. I mean this the Steelers' offensive line is better than one they've faced I believe so far. So I don't know. I don't think they'll get to Big Ben as much as people think. And the cornerbacks have been awful. Secondary has been awful in general. Um, I don't know. I, I, th- this might be the game that defies the narrative. I'm, I'm willing to lean that way okay. with Roethlisberger on the road. So he's, I, he's a top 12 for you this week? Yeah, I think so. You're playing Brown. You're playing Brian. I don't, I don't think you're letting the road matchup con- concern you with those guys. You're playing Bell. You're, you know, I don't know if you're playing, you know, Jesse James, the outlaw again, but, you know, right. <laughs> that's different. Right, but, so, you know, they, but they, had, they did have that bad, you know, defense against Hooper. Um, and then I guess the, 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 the Bucks tight ends didn't do much, but I think that seems like a like a real last ditch matchup 
throw if you want to put James in there, I guess, but not excited about yeah, it. I'm not either. Are you excited about Tariq Cohen this week? No. Yeah, they're going to need to throw against the Steelers, <laughs> I think. Right. <laughs> but is he going to catch? I mean, the thing is, if the guy doesn't catch, I mean, he, he's going to, he, he, ha- he has to touch the ball probably 15 times? At least 10. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I mean where else, what else are they going to do with it? Give it to yeah, Deontay yeah. Thompson? Or right, or Josh Bellamy, or Kendall Wright, whatever. Right. I mean, it, Wright's okay, but he's not. He's not. A, he's not a number one receiver. Right. But you know, they, got, they got to do some more tricky stuff with Cohen. You know, they got to you know give him more like you know swing passes or like or wheel stuff more so, or like direct snaps. I don't know. I don't know if direct snaps will help Cohen as much as others because you know I guess the size might be a consideration there. But I don't know. They they got to get creative with him. He's he's going to be the key to keeping that offensive live, especially if Jordan Howard's going to still be injured. Right. That, that, that's a we don't know his status this week. It doesn't seem that way, no. <laughs> but we are – I mean if you have him, it, it's one of those things where if you have him, you got to play him even though you're not happy about it. Yeah. And I, in two leagues I have him, I feel that way. So. Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> OK. Um, everybody, we've, we've talked about daily fantasy sports before. We know you've tried and you, know, you, you have fun and you like it, but you, know, you just lose more than you'd like. Right. I mean, especially when you play in the big pools with the sharks and and it kind of drives you away from playing a little bit. But this is supposed to be fun. Um, but and we're here to tell you about a whole new approach to daily fantasy sports, the fanball number at fanball.com. Here's the fanball difference. Your fanball number identifies your skill level. It ensures that you play in contests against players at your skill level. So say your fanball number is, uh, I don't know, 40. You're not going to play against experts right in the 80s and 90s. That's silly. You're going to play with people like you who have 40s just like you because those experts, they have their own contest. Fanball.com, every player has a fanball number, and every contest has a fanball number. So you find the contest rated where you are, and it will have players just like yourself. They've leveled the playing field with the fanball number at fanball.com. Have more fun and a better chance to win. Fanball.com. Thanks a lot, Fanball, for helping us out with this podcast and being a great supporter. Um, Dolphins, Jets. Am I crazy to think the Jets could win this? Jake Cutler, turnovers yeah. maybe. I don't know. That but. Hail Mary was fantastic. <laughs> it was vintage. Oh, basically. my God. It was 20 yards out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking Jay. <laughs> and, um, and, and you have this image of him just shrugging his shoulders like, oh, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. I missed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I that, that line is still pretty bad. You know, to, to go along with that, and despite the fact they traded uh, Richardson, I think there's still some pass rush they could get. Uh, the, but the cornerback plays, you know, another one that's been bad. Um, Landry and Parker just seem like it could be too much for them. I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, JHI. You know, the Jets have been pretty dismal against the run, so you know that their trio of guys plus Cutler seemed like this is gonna be a good week for them. I, I I get what you're saying, though. Overall, it could still be a weird game that they could maybe, you know, threaten. Right. So so it, the opposite of what I said about Buck Allen, where two weeks ago he was dead to everybody. Two weeks ago, everybody loved Bilal Powell. <laughs> yeah. So did I. I and, did as well. And I know it's it's looking back. Hindsight's 2020 and all that. Mm. But looking back, I, I know what I was thinking. I looked every time I saw Matt Forte's name, I was like, ah, come get out of here. Come on. The guy's done. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> he, he's still there. And then he had what, like 15 15- carries or whatever last week he had a big week or at least at least touch wise yeah could you uh, i a lot of people are cut are you cutting Bilal powell if you own him because i think a lot of people are Uh, i I still believe in the skill if the opportunity does arise i don't want to be the one that actually cut him um but yeah i don't know 10 teamers i could see it you know if it's like if you you have like four running backs that are okay besides him i i I still like the talent and you know maybe they'll maybe if they can like get away of trading a forte this year or something or they can you know, 
I don't know. It's it's tough. The right. opportunity might not be there for the immediate future. If you're 0-2, I could see the need unless you want to just say, oh, yeah, I'll hang on and see what happens. But, you know, it's not going to help you probably. Right. So, you know, and Elijah McGuire is even getting involved a bit now, which is I even know. worse. So I don't know. It's it, it, it's an ugly situation. You don't want to bank on either one of these guys as more than a flex. But I still want to hang on to Powell. I still think there's something there to like for the rest of the year. All right. So you know how we were all waiting on Austin Safarian Jenkins <laughs> because he was he, he had uh, – he was on the straight and narrow, right? Yeah. Huh, and right. He, every, all his, his troubles were behind him. And now he's going to mm-hmm. come to the Jets and, you know, we talked in the preseason about, well, you know, they got to throw to somebody. And he's talented. Mm-hmm. Looks like he might not be in good enough shape to play in week three now that he's ready to <laughs> eligible to play. <laughs> oh, man. And then, and then there's Will Ty, who always, you know, steals anything back with the Giants and with the Jets. <laughs> right. He did the same thing. Is, yeah. is there a Jet you could play? I, I like Jermaine Kerr still. I mean, right. he th- there's 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 experience there. There's you know a guy that can go up and get some balls in traffic. You know the I like Robbie Anderson. I think Curley's useful in a real life role, not a fantasy role, to to, to better a passing game overall. But I don't know. I think Kerr's the one that actually excites me because you know the 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 Seahawks never gave him a sustained chance because he always mixed in Richardson and you know other guys like that and. You know, I, I think there's a little bit something here. I think you can get the, the six to seven targets per week and you could be OK with that as like a flex and a bye week fill in. So I, I still think there's something to him. OK, I, I can see uh, that. I mean, I don't know what my options would have to be. I mean, I don't think two, you know, two touchdowns. It's not, you know, I know it's obvious to say don't expect that every week. But I think that, you know, that's even a one touchdown, you know, here and there is still not going to be a, a thing to expect. You know, PPR, you say, all right, you'll catch five for 50. I'm OK with that. And then that's your baseline for a while. So. Right. It's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, in yeah. the league, I, ha- I have him in the like I mentioned fishbowl, but I'm starting six receivers. So, you know, I mean, it's mm. fine with me. I'm, I'm happy to. have. Yeah, him. exactly. <laughs> um, Broncos bills. Uh, th- this is a trap for the Broncos. I know uh, the bills aren't good. This is a big trap for the Broncos. In the sense it's a road game. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Because they're not that good. I know they look good right now. Yeah. But, I mean, last week, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I know you watched all of it. But, <laughs> well, yeah. But you, you, don't know what, you don't know what that was, huh? I don't know what that was for, you know, for, for the Broncos. I'm, I'm watching the Broncos. The first week, I thought the Chargers were going to beat them, and it was pretty close. Mm-hmm. And last week, all right, they got a really good defense, and, and maybe Simeon's a little better than we give him credit for. And I like C.J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. But no way, man. The Broncos are not I, – I, I think the Broncos are good. If, if the Broncos score more than 20 this Sunday, I will be surprised. You know, I believe the Broncos are some reality to what they're doing. Uh, Simeon does look very much more mobile and – more decisive with the ball. I mean, they killed the Cowboys with like three straight bootlegs in the red zone or something like that. Right. Insane. Um, there's a lot. If, if they play that game, he's going to be, you know, top 10 quarterback the rest of the year in fantasy. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think there's potential for it. Um, this is the best defensive line they faced. You're right. I mean, right. there's a lot of um, it, it's definitely a, a good test defense for them. I, I'll definitely agree with you there. It's going to be – I think you're right about the trap. I, the more I think about it, you know, because there's a bit more of resistance to this Bills team. And, the, and, and you know, not that Denver's not used to tra- playing in, you know, such, you know, northern conditions or whatever. It might not even matter at this time of year. But, you know, the, there, there's there's an aspect that I think they can get by. But, yeah, it's going to be – I think the Bills are going to surprise some people the way they play. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll agree with you. I think, I, I think it should be actually a surprisingly fun game to watch. They surprised me last week for sure. And Carolina's got its flaws. but I know. You know. But the Broncos, like, I look at the Broncos. I'm not being a Bronco hater. I just think they're a, 
they're a 10 and six type team for me. Right. Which is fine. A nine and seven, maybe 10 and six, maybe. And and this is, you know, the, the way they looked the last two weeks, I think it, people are back to, oh, the Broncos are awesome. Well, <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're very good. They got a good, good base. Yeah. I mean, they, they control the trench as well for the most part. And the cornerback plays, you know, obviously Stellar and Von Miller. It's, it's 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 a good core to build around for a playoff team for sure. Right. But but you know you, you look you look at the Bills. You know Jordan Matthews, Zay Jones, not really guys that are going to threaten the passing game anyway. So, you know McCoy touches the ball thirty times maybe. They they rested him Wednesday. You know veteran rest maybe maybe it's just going to be a huge day for him. Which you know will that get anywhere with the Broncos? I don't know because right. Elliott got fouled up and. And the Bills' offensive line is not the greatest either. They they got some talent there, but yeah, I don't know. It could be one of those games where, where Taylor does just enough, and they 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 have sustained long enough drives to keep the Broncos off the field. I guess I don't know. It's it's a weird game. You're right to be thinking that about, but it could be a very close one. All right. So C.J. Anderson, if you have him, are you uh, you're you're playing him? You I don't know if you're to. happy about. I I don't know how excited. I'm probably less excited than other people about playing him this week, and I'm a fan of his. Oh, yeah. As, again, it's not the Cowboys defensive line he's going to chew right. up this week. So, you know, Buffalo's got got some sturdiness there. And yeah, um, he'll, he'll get 15 to 20 touches probably. Right. Charles is Charles is still going to invade on a little bit, but I don't think Devontae Booker is going to do much damage even if he does return. So, yeah, you know, flex flex, you know, just be be tempered with your flex. Spec- I'll say flex expectations and be cute with it. Well, but I um, like that. That's a good one. I, 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 we, we're writers, John. We got to do this sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like Anderson overall for the year. I think that he's kind of restored himself as a as a lethal back. But yeah, this might be a step back for him. Okay. Texans Pats. So huge spread in this one. Yeah. Pats are thirteen and a half. Um, Pats are the highest. By the over/under, highest implied point total of the week at 28, 28.75. Yeah. You can find this on Rotowire, by the way, if you're looking you for can. any of the implied totals, over/unders, money lines, whatever you got. We're not just mm-hmm. about fantasy here, everybody. Rotowire.com slash football slash NFL dash lines. Yep. Dot PHP. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. All right. So, Pat's uh, Gillisley's been strong as we kind of, we basically, Gillisley has been well, what we expected. So fantasy wise, he's been strong. Yes, he's also been quite lucky with the positioning of the ball and when he's getting the call on some of these things. But we thought this would. Ha- I mean, look. Yes, he's he's been lucky, literally lucky. But in general terms, we thought a lot of touchdowns in this offense, and if they get near the goal line, he's the guy. It's the yes, blunt, it's the blunt roll. The na- the narrative is working perfectly so far. It is. No, I, I'll agree to that for sure. Narrative. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, receiving wise, Amendola is he back? Uh, I thought I thought he was still questionable. Uh, let, you know, I let hate me. the questionable tag. Now, my, it's funny. My, my daughter, who plays fantasy football, mm-hmm. is always asked every day, is this guy going to play? I'm worried. He's questionable. I'm like, damn, with the lack of probable designations. <laughs> well, and the Patriots are masters of questionable. So, right. You know, but that, Amendo- that's what they've been doing it for years. Amendola limited at Wednesday's practice. So it's maybe. Gotta, it's got to be a decent sign. Yeah. I think. Um. Who Hogan? Are you back in? I mean, we, do we know what to make of Hogan after last week? Mm, I think that was just the Saints. Um, but then again, you know, the, then again, the Texans, you know, their their secondary is not the greatest either. So, right. Um, Amendola coming back, you know, tempers that a little bit. You know, the Gronkowski stuff looks like he's okay. Right. 
So that might be just a questionable just to scare the or to make the opponents shake their heads or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. The Hogan Almondola question is going to be there for a while. I mean, even the Brandon Cooks question, he hasn't really been right. what we wanted him to be. Um, but but the thing is with him, you see, he has really successful downfield attempts, but it's a lot of PI calls that he gets. I right. wish those counted for fantasy. <laughs> he'd be very good at that. Uh, the yardage, like just add that on as like special teams yardage or something like that. Um, but I, I, I think that's gonna that's gonna break through one day. And I think it's gonna be against this defense. So I don't know. All right, it's, he, just, it's just a matter of time. Are you trying to buy low on Cooks right now? I I don't know if you can because people, you know, it's, it's a Patriots offense. I think you could though. I mean, it depends. It's, it, 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 there are people, Derek Van Riper, for instance, when. When things, the way things broke down in the preseason, Derek was one of the people saying to me, I think Cooks is a top five receiver. Uh-huh. If you think that and you still think it, then, then you can buy him low. I, I don't think you just, you just buy. I don't think you can buy low. All right. you, you give up a running back that you're really – and if you have like three or four running backs, if you happen to get, pick up like a Javorius Allen or something like that and you're deep in running back, then you give up a running back for him. Right. A, a top guy like a McCoy or something like that. So, but you can, could you give up a guy like? All right, I'm going to look at the running back. Yeah, yeah, please. please. Oh, this is a good exercise. We should do this. Um, could, could do you think you could get cooks for a guy like Lamar Miller? <sighs> maybe, I think maybe. probably you probably have to throw someone in. Okay, with Miller. Um, you know, maybe it, it sucks. I think Miller could have a good game against New England because they've been a little bit weak against the run. Yeah, when the game script has flown that way, but um. But yeah. I'd be happy to do that. Like I think, I think if I got Cooks for that, I'd be really excited, and I think Cooks could completely blow that up in your favor. I agree. Um, you know, Miller, there's workload questions, so people might know that one. Sorry if I blew up anyone's spot on that one trying to do the <laughs> trade after this. But, um, yeah, no, that, I, you'd, have to, you'd have to give two, I think, in most cases because if you want to pair that okay running back with somebody. You know? All right, so, so you don't think the Cooks owner at this point is like, damn it, I, you know, uh, this was a miss. <laughs> I think it, they're they're going to be prone to hold on because they spent around one round two pick on them. Okay. Um, on the other side, uh, okay. So so the cliche is that the Pats like to take out one guy. Hmm. Is Hopkins yeah. the? <laughs> is Hopkins I think the guy? Ha- I think it has to be <laughs> right. So Uh-oh. so now he's going to get thrown to fifteen times, and he's going to be double covered, and the quarterback's going to be Deshaun Watson. He might still catch six in that setup because he, you know, he, he makes the best of bad situations with Texans quarterback. He does. That's true. And, but, but, you know, I, it, as much as you want to say New England's defense has kind of been weak, they still do very good at facing rookie quarterbacks most of the time. So yeah, Watson, I don't know. I don't know if you, you and I didn't talk about this last week. Cause before, yeah, we didn't, we didn't. He's yeah. interesting because he's, he's not right now a good real life quarterback, but I still think he could be a pretty good fantasy quarterback. Because he'll praise a breakdown and he'll run. Yeah, so, he's going to be like, screw this. Everyone's covered. There's a rush. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. He's plenty, he's plenty of experience there. And, you know, the, the Pats pass rush isn't as good as it used to be. They, they've, they're kind of relying on, you know, lesser name guys. So maybe the edge rushing could miss a lot on him. That That's my guess. So. Right. I, two quarterback leagues, you have to start Watson, I think, either way, just for the, just for the potential of garbage time stuff. He's 4,700 on DraftKings, everybody. Yeah, that could be real. That could work out mm-hmm. on DraftKings. Yeah, it's nice. Um, all right, Saints Panthers. Uh, Panthers are a little bit of trouble. Um, they're they're two zero. I'm 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 I, I don't mean to exaggerate. The offense is struggling. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Bills were good last week, like we said. The Christian McCaffrey experiment, fantasy wise, 
I I thought all along that a third round pick was not going to pay off much as I like the player. And I think I'm right. It was a risk reward play. And I, I did it. I did a round four pick of him in one league in the fishbowl league, actually. So, um, yeah, it's tough. But this, you know, Greg Olson injury might expand his route tree. It might expand his opportunities. But it's, you know, it's might be asking a lot to, like, upgrade him hugely over a flex. Right. I think what they're going to do. I mean, they're struggling to run. I, I, what they're saying they want to do is get Curtis Samuel more involved, right? So he would be basically, the, the for, for lack of a better term, the Ted Ginn role. Like, someone's got to go deep. The thing is, with all the receivers they have, they don't have a vertical threat. If they have one, maybe that uh, opens things well, up. I mean, Benjamin, Benjamin, you throw balls up to him in traffic, he'd be really good. But yeah, the, for some reason, he's not getting downfield. I think he's not getting downfield as much because the, you know, Cam's, you know, not being very efficient. He's not, you know, his pocket awareness just doesn't seem very good yeah. right now. And the line's not good. Right. It, yeah, I mean, well, PFF actually rates them pretty well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, left tackle play with Khalil has really kind of been a mess. Yes. With all this. And, uh, and, you know, Cam's just missing guys. He's missed Benjamin a few times, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be weird without Olsen. You know, Dixon. Dixon's OK, though. He's he's a good real life replacement, I think, to right. kind of take a little bit of pressure off. But fantasy, I don't know, I still I still like Devin Funches a little bit. He had a pretty busy week last week, too. With Olsen down, I know, so. but I, I feel like we've been down this road, and it's just not gonna. He's gonna but now, disappoint. But now no one cares, and that's why, like, that's why I like to pounce. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's free and he's a stash, but you know, yeah. I mean, do you think that's going to pay off to where he's going to be a top thirty wide receiver? No, I think it's by coverage, which you're going to need. Coming yeah, okay, up, so. that's fair. You know. And Russell Shepard still kind of does a little bit here and there, too. And it's it's weird how they're you know, there's still a lot of guys fighting for those scraps, though. Now, so um, it and Dixon, I don't know. I, when I look down at the the low end, you know, I get I get down to tight ends, number 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ed Dixon could could reasonably be in that argument. I think he's going to catch I, four. passes. Yeah, right. What might be a touchdown every other week or something like that. Right. Yeah, I, I, and they're playing I the Saints. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a, that's always the cure for everything, right? <laughs> I mean, it's so cliche, uh, but I mean, oh, so what? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you figure if if Marshawn Lattimore, the the cornerback, actually does continue playing well for the Saints, they might have to look elsewhere besides KB, which is interesting. That's true. I mean, um, yeah, I think you're right about McCaffrey getting busier and being used, but basically, you know, filling the gap for Olsen somehow. Yeah. I just still think Samuel has a little bit. I don't know if they're good. I mean, they, they talk about working him in, but, you know, he's a rookie. So I don't know. There's not a team that really should be relying on a, a rookie not named McCaffrey, I guess. Maybe I'm being hypocritical there, but they have so much other depth of wide receiver. I'm, I, I'm scared but, of that. But he, he's the only one with with real speed is the thing. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. So the Saints. Saints. Yeah. I mean, the Panthers D is playing very well. Yeah. I mean, the, well, at Saints. OK, well, so you're, you're playing Thomas. You're playing Breeze. Uh, running back Ingram, are you are you looking uh, to play him? It's mostly going to be Ingram for me. Um, you know, I, I, then again, I, I will say the, the 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 Panthers have played the Niners and the Bills, so yeah, def, defense looks better. But you know, it, it, it still is a very skilled skilled group. I'll give you that for sure. I just, I mean, and Breeze is on the road, so you never, you know, there might be some downfall there as well. But this is, a, you know, he's familiar going to Carolina. It's a divisional game he's used to, right? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be Ingram most weeks for me in, in the backfield. I just I believe in him the most. Kamara maybe if um, maybe if the game gets out of hand and Carolina really goes ham on that Saints defense, <laughs> right? 
Um, and then Peterson's just, I don't know. He's just there. He's just, yeah. he's, he's, a, you know, he's, he's a token veteran right now. I don't know. He's, he didn't sign up for what he's doing, but too bad. He didn't read the contract, I guess. I he maybe know. gets a reward touchdown somewhere. And that's somewhere it. on the line. I, I have, I have only in a best league and he was around 11 pick cause no one cared. That's fine. So, um, whatever. Kobe Fleener, any interest? Well, it might be the last week that he's really got that opportunity because we got Willie Sneed coming back. So, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I like Fleener. Uh, the, 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 that's one of the guys that you should really have chased if you lost Olsen, if he was still available somehow. Right. But yeah, I, I think there's, there's six, six or seven targets coming up to, uh, this week for sure. All right. Um, by the way, Ed Dixon, 2700 on DraftKings. There you go. GPP. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of DraftKings, it's not too late to get closer to the game you love with one week. DraftKings, one week fantasy football. This Sunday, DraftKings is hosting a $100,000 pick'em contest that is totally free to enter. How about that? Pick'em is the newest way to play one week fantasy football, and drafting your team is faster than ever. Have you, have you tried Pick'em yet, Tim? I'm going to do it this week after it, I saw this ad, so yeah. It's really cool. I tried it last week, and it was the only thing I won which was nice. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was, nice. it, it's easy to pick. You whip through it in a few minutes. Cause basically it's, it's eight screens with, I think eight players each. So, yeah. and you pick one from each tier. So it's kind of cool. And Chris Hogan was my guy last week. Hey, that I picked t- in his tier. Tears is the way to go in fantasy football and baseball either way. So, yeah. yeah. So DraftKings is organized players into eight tiers, like I said, and all you have to do is select one player from each tier. You choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against a group of your friends. DraftKings also has beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of a similar skill level, and the best part is you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. So get, go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code WIRE to play in DraftKings free contest with $100,000 in total prizes this Sunday. That's promo code WIRE to compete for your share of $100,000 in total prizes. The contest is totally free to enter, so really, why wouldn't you try it? DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Thanks, DraftKings. All right, Vikings Bucks, we do not know the, stand, the Sam Bradford status. Yeah, it's, it's, it's important to know. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the one, there's, there's no line so far because of it, right? Right. Still, as I checked, yeah. there was no line. Hang on, let me double check there. Yep, still off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the Digs and Thielen owners are completely dependent on this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you're, they're, they're they're just about out if he doesn't play, right? I think so. Um, you know, the the Bucks. You know, it, it was the Bears, but I think there's some defensive upside of this team, and I think Keenum would be just be kind of washed out in that matchup, even though Vikings are the home team, right? So. Right. Yeah. Um, the other side, it's so funny. I read something the other day. I was, I was looking through some of the PFF stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I just read a note about how well O.J. Howard graded out as a blocker. Hey! Which cracked who, me up. Who, who was talking about that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I believe he was on the field more than Bray, or definitely at least involved more than Bray. Right. So, but he's a blocker, yeah. and he's good at it. He's good at it. He's you very good at it. wish he wasn't, but, but he's, he is. He's so good at it. Oh, man. That's too bad. For fantasy purposes, that's too bad. I hate seeing that. I hate this real-life stuff interferes. It's great for Jameis Winston, though. Helps him develop more downfield plays. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. um, I mean, Bucks-wise, everybody else, I know the Vikings are good, but you're you're rolling with your – Deshaun Jackson? Yeah? Well – He's probably going to be the one to avoid Xavier Rhodes, if I'm not mistaken. So that that's a reason that you're. I'm actually kind of excited in DFS for the possibilities there. Okay. They they they, they definitely had some deep deep tries between Winston and him. They couldn't connect. You know, maybe the cliche extra week of preparation and stuff like that might help. And but then again, you know, those if if Harrison Smith's the one guarding him, that's going to be tough on the deep plays over the top. So yeah, I don't know. Winston could either 
just have a huge quantity or just or just crap out. It's I think there's gonna be no in between here with that. Okay. Mike Evans is gonna be tough though on the, with the Rose matchup too. Yes. So well, wide receiver three, I think he'll, he'll still catch like five or six. Probably but they might not so. go might not go much. So um Falcons Lions is up. One of the higher over unders of the week, fifty and a half. I think it's mm-hmm. the second highest right now. Um I'm really liking Mohamed Sanu as a PPR solid under the radar guy. Yeah. Um I mean, you figure Darius Slay will be on Julio Jones, but I don't think that matters for Jones. I, I wouldn't make that downgrade him too right. much because he's just – I think he's almost matchup proof at this point. Um, yeah, Sanu, Sanu's been the consistent one aside from him. I mean, Gabriel's kind of been involved on swing plays here and there. Like, you know, like like they've, they've tossed the ball to him out of the backfield a lot. And you know, the Austin Hooper train predictably kind of died off last week. Uh, you know, we talked about the, the the fluky week one touchdown. There's there's still a lot of skill to Hooper. I'm not saying I dislike Hooper, but this actually might be a good matchup because um, the Lions have been weak against tight ends, if I'm not mistaken. They, they at least Evan Ingram score on them last week. So is Hooper a guy now? Okay, let let's say some of the Hooper owners because the investment wasn't big. Some of the Hooper owners cut bait, right? Uh huh. So. Is he someone – I mean he's only got what, two targets per game so far? Yes. I think it's two in each game if I'm not mistaken. Do yeah. You, do you look at this as, as, a, as a nice buying opportunity? Because before the season it was this guy's really going to step up. I think a lot of us thought that. And, and are, you, are you looking at the first two games as, oh, no, we misjudged it or fluke? Um, I think he's going to get there. Um, but you know, you, you, you do have to worry about, you know, the Gabriel and the Sanu di- distribution and obviously Freeman and Cole and, um, and Coleman being involved there. That's going to eat into everyone besides Julio to some degree, but I don't know that that's a heck of a red zone presence if they use him Right. Right. So, and, and good physical player, you know, as we saw week one, I still, if top, another top 15 tight end type, it's kind of what you were talking about before. Like he, he could be Fleener for the rest of the year when Fleener's looks go down, I guess is what right. I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. So um, other side, Abdullah's stats were nice last week. He went big run. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I've dogged Abdullah's fantasy potential. I like him as a runner still. Me too. I mean, you look at, I mean, you look at how he ran against the Giants last week. He, when he was called upon, he was very clean with a lot of them. And then and that big run at the end kind of padded things for sure. But I just think there's a lot to like about one, one, if he gets like a 15 to 20 carry, I, th- I still think he's the best running back there for sure. And I think, I think this narrative about the Lions, well, it's not just a narrative. They haven't been able to run well for a oh, long yeah. time. <laughs> it's not a narrative. But yeah. I think their line's better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's improved over the last couple of years. And Abdullah's yeah. not bad. I, I don't think this is the typical, oh, why would you get a Lions running back? Yeah, well, I mean, you're still going to own Riddick everywhere, especially in PPR. I still, the game script didn't need him last week because they were, they were kind of in control for most of the game. Right. So. Abdullah is the guy that's going to run the clock out. The Lions might be a better team this year overall. So I don't know if you pick the right week where Abdullah is going to be needed more. So, I mean, people say Zach Zenner was, was inactive and, and Washington's now hurt. So maybe the, when those guys are healthy, it might be different, but I don't know. I, I still believe in Abdullah to a degree. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to be that scared if he's going to be, be a flex guy only for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I would like to start him this week. I actually yeah. think the, I, I, I picked the Lions in this game. You know what? I've been going back and forth on this one too. I think Detroit's a better team than most people think. Mm-hmm. So, and and if they win this game, you are going to hear the earliest the the Matt Stafford is leading the uh, MVP race. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he he conquered the Cardinals' good secondary. That yeah. that's a, that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. 
I mean, the Giants, you know, without Jenkins, a little bit easier target. But I don't know. I, I'm a Matthew Stafford apologist a lot of the time, too. So, I mean, I, yeah, I like him. I mean, crazy not, contract or not. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of the Giants. Uh, <laughs> so we don't know how healthy Beckham is still. He's going to play, but we don't know what kind of effectiveness there was. It didn't seem like there was a ton of it last week, and he didn't play a ton. Well, um, <laughs> the problems run deep oh, with the Giants. Yeah, but 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 where, where I always go, often go in situations like this, I look at them right, and I say they're not going to roll over and die. Like they're not. They were eleven and five last year, and the problems run deep. As you, I mean, we talked about it last week, and, and they're just they're obvious. I mean, do we think they're going five and eleven? Maybe, but yeah. I don't know. It, it, I, I I just feel like it's after two weeks we don't want to we don't want to crown teams and we don't want to write them off either unless we know they're really bad like the Jets. Yeah, but there's there's fundamental offensive problems with the Giants in, in, in scheme and sure you know Brandon Marshall last year. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you're right. They were. You know, having Janoris Jenkins in the lineup always helps, and not having him definitely is what caused the loss, I think, last week, besides the offensive problems. The defense has still got great personnel. You're right. That's something they do well. Spagnuolo is, you know, that, that's, his, that's what's going to help this team. Beckham, you know, as he gets healthier, the, the, their chances to be better will increase because he can do more after the catch, which is what, what he makes a living off of, basically. Um, Marshall Shepard, there's still something there. Marshall's just, I don't know, maybe Marshall, that's another new team adjustment with Eli or whatever. Um, Ingram is going to be a big key to what this offense can do. Yeah. You talk about the running game, all their struggles. You know, Perkins, I still, I still think Perkins wins out eventually. Maybe I'm crazy to think of that, but there's just, there's, the much, there's so much flexibility with what he can do with the ball if you get him in space. I, I'm going to argue this every week. Right. I don't know. And, you know, we keep thinking it has to happen at some point. But, but last, last year at the end, yeah. he ran well. I know. And it's the same um, group. That's the thing. I know they were bad on offense last year, but there were times that things went well and it was the same people. Yeah. I mean, and the Cowboys might be more vulnerable this year with those offensive line troubles and the defense. They didn't even bother replacing anybody. Um, you know, the, the, the Eagles, we, we, we still like the Eagles in this division, I think. So this yes. might be a, a telling game for that. So there's still a lot of fluidity in this division, I think. I mean, the Giants are bad, but I think there's stuff that they can, they can correct. It's early enough that they're identifying them. Maybe, although Chris List might argue that Ben McAdoo won't even – notice or care that's true he would argue that i don't know i I just feel like it's too if if they win this sunday i'm not going to be blown away by it that's Mm -hmm. all um you know i don't think i i would predict it right but i'm not going to be shocked where i would be with other people but i don't think eli's gonna have any time to throw against that defensive line it's it's a great front they're they're really good (laughs) um other side oh so for blunt what what (laughs) do we do with this (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't want to. Were there play people any. protesting? Did I see that? There were guys protesting at the Eagles complex with signs that said "Run the ball." <laughs> like, what do you have? What do you have oh, to do amazing. with your life, or what little do you have to do if that's what you decide to do on oh a Monday god. afternoon? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, the, the excitement over Carson Wentz that we had was kind of like, you know, oh great, they got to have a running game too with that. So um, uh, Sproles is still the guy going to be in the passing down formations. It's kind of like, you know, the Ty Montgomery rule, I guess, that they, he will be on the field for those, and they do that more often than not. So yeah. I don't know. I, Blunt, you know, they, the, he, his touchdown was a reception in week one from the goal line. It just shows you how much I pass. Right. But I don't know. So for week, two, for week three against the Giants, who are pretty good, is there basically the only – is the only startable eagle – Alshon Jeffrey, 
I mean, Sproles, um, Sproles you Ertz. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tight end touchdowns the Giants have given up as well. Ebron and Witten. So Ertz okay. for sure. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Smith Aguilar question is going to be frustrating every week too. I think. Yeah, I mean, but it's. I don't think. Is it that frustrating? I mean, how deep do you have to be to, you know, to think about yeah. one of those guys? Well, bye weeks is going to be hell. I mean, yeah, it, right. a lot of, again, depends a lot on whether Jenkins, Jenkins plays. If they want to avoid him, maybe you go deep to Smith and Aguilar a bunch this week. Okay. Yeah. Um, Seahawks, Titans, are you – all right. So this we, – we probably don't think – speaking of things we don't want to make decisions on after two weeks. I don't, I don't want to write off the Seahawks offense. I mean it's another one. The offensive line issues, they've been – this is not new. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you – going into Tennessee – I feel like everybody this week, one of the other guys I've gotten tons of questions about is Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pick him up if you haven't yet? And you, if you still can, certainly. Do you want to start mm-hmm. him at Tennessee, at, at Tennessee on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. For flex, you know, um, he's, he's got the build to be the feature back. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the skills necessarily there to, to keep the whole year. He's the guy now. If you have him, he's in the lead. Great. I still, you know, we, I still like ProSize to, to really chew into that as things go along. Um, I just don't know how much they're going to do against the Titans. I think this, right. is, I think, the, I think the Titans win this game. To be honest with yeah. you, um, that, you know, and we then talk you, can, about, you can buy low yeah. on so many of the Seattle guys next week if this, if we're right. Oh, for sure. Um, but you know, I think I don't think it's going to get much done against the Titans. Uh, with, with like I said, that offensive line is going to be a little bit of an issue, and I don't know. Um, it's, it's, I think it's, I think we're going to see Carson come back to earth, especially if Jimmy Graham's not going to play. Right. So. I don't know. There's there's a lot to to say about. I don't want to buy too high on Carson. I mean, if you picked him up, stash him. Great. You get you, you play him. But I don't know. I said this, this might be a precise game because of you know the fact that they'll probably won't get much um, to do on that on that on that Titans front. So I don't know. I, I see a lot of uh, disappointment coming in the next couple of weeks with Carson. Okay. So just a guy in a similar range, Carson or Frank Gore for this week. Uh, I, I mean, I guess Gore because of the matchup. I don't know. Okay, it, it's tough. I mean, maybe I'm being too conservative with that pick, but I need to see a little bit more from Carson to really, really go crazy on him. Okay. Um, what's the Marco Murray status right now? I'm looking it up. Um, Didn't practice yeah. Wednesday. Mm. So Derrick Henry. Oh boy, the Yahoo I, folks are the Yahoo yeah. folks are all over Derrick Henry. Did you see that? Yeah. Well, I well I I've, I've had conversations with Dalton Del Donna, another you know good Roadwire podcast guest with with Chrisless actually. I mean, I was like, hopefully we're not in the same league together because I, I love Derrick Henry too, but I never got him. I'm kind of pissed about that. So, but there was a thing <laughs> on Yahoo. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Like, yes, I, I know what you're talking Derrick about. Derrick Henry, yeah. basically, Derrick Henry is going to lead you to fantasy championships. And and he I'm has, looking at that. I'm going, wow. I mean, I, DeMar- what ha- Demarco Murray? Did he break his leg? Like, yeah. I get that Derrick Henry's good. But it, do, do I mean? Do we really foresee a changing of the guard here? I think there's the upside for Henry to do that. I think if if the if the Titans gave him ten touches a game, I think he could still be like a, a weekly flex, regardless. Yeah. I think that the running game, you know, we, we we saw how great it could be last year. Um, and if Murray's out for any period of time, then Henry's I think Henry's got beast potential. You know, sure. you look at him. I mean, yeah. Do I say trade for him? Do I say give up anything of you know? known value for him i don't think so right now um maybe it's good to maybe try to buy low if the case that henry is going to be injured for a while but i don't know i think it's a bold call and bold calls you know do 
get page views. I know. And I, I'm okay with that. And I don't think they're doing it for click. They're not. They're not. I was. That was a joke. We. We. I love what Yahoo does. Right, they're right. good people up here. But yeah, I don't know. You don't want to jeopardize established value you have for potential value in a lot of cases. Depends right. on who you're trading. Okay. So, All right. I don't know. I don't know. I just, um, anyone else there? The receivers. We don't know what to make. Corey Davis didn't practice Wednesday. Yeah, it's a, me- a bit of a mess there, but. I, I still overall love love the, the the setup of the passing game. It's just every week's going to be difficult for that to, to choose. Right. So. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> raise your hands. You won less than you thought last season. Daily fantasy football. Right. Us. We raise our hands every time with this one. Um, you play against people with a hundred entries, and it sounds great, and you know it doesn't go well, and you know you, you need to you know rethink things sometimes if you're tired of losing at daily fantasy football check out let's rumble in the apple app store let's rumble without any at the end let's rumble matches you with players of the same skill level giving you a fair chance every time play head-to-head for your best chance of winning a group up to play multiple rivals for a bigger payout rank in the weekly leaderboards to win free cash prizes you heard that right free cash prizes awarded every week all you have to do is play the game you'll be entered in the leaderboards your highest score will determine your spot that week download let's rumble in the apple app store and get a free five dollar bonus with your deposit let's rumble in the apple app store thanks let's rumble so tim last week when we were done we talked about shortening this up and we're at 54 minutes with four games to go so yeah it's not going well i don't know it's fun. <laughs> I, yeah I'm, I'm okay with whatever <laughs> I, everybody we hey, hope you're still entertained to, pay me to talk i'm fine with it whatever <laughs> <laughs> um chiefs chargers oh chargers <laughs> yeah poor guys yeah they're good I, they, they are but I saw a good tweet. I, th- I forget who it was from. I think it was from Rotowire. You know, it's not bad luck to carry an unproven kicker mm. who really isn't NFL ready or something like right. that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway. So, all right. So Gordon's playing. Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is, this is a usual suspects game. It looks like fantasy wise. I mean, your chiefs yeah. are Hunt and Tyreek Hill and they're playing. Mm-hmm. Kelsey. Your Chargers mm-hmm. are Gordon and Keenan, and they're playing. And Rivers, yeah. Rivers, um, he's sort of borderline-ish. Yeah, he's, he's, fring- he, he's fringy QB1. You know, offensive line's been kind of bad for the Chargers. Right. Um, I, I worry about that with, the, you know, the, the good pass rush for the Chiefs. I mean, he, he, and then always the counterbalance, I'm going to say, they lost Eric Berry. So <laughs> that opens up things a little bit. And Marcus Pierce, probably not going to follow Keenan Allen. I would, I would guess not. He really doesn't. Uh, most of the time, right. so maybe Tyler Williams has the bad week, and Allen still keeps going. So Philip Rivers, just, I think I really think he wants to throw to Keenan Allen every play. You're you're probably right. He <laughs> loves it. He loves him. So do I. Until he gets hurt. But, but Hunter Henry got back. Yeah. So he, that. his owners are off the ledge. Well, now with the well the tight end carnage, you're like, oh, I'm glad I held on to Hunter Hunter Henry after all that. Right. So. I mean, even though, and like we we basically. The the gates vultured touchdowns are built in to you to, to the draft price. They were absolutely so all good there. All right, um, Bengals Packers. All right, so the oh and we talk about buy lows and and, and it really look it's and, and we've talked about this and it's easy to say buy low, right? And you said you know with Cooks you didn't think good. I mean if you have specific questions about buying low, tweet us. Right, Tim's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm actually helping thirty seven. Um, is Mixon – does Mixon sort of fit that description for you? Do you think this situation will shake itself out? Because that seemed to be the the popular opinion a couple of weeks ago that it would start as a committee-ish thing and Mixon would win. I, I can still see that, that, that playing out. I'm, I'm a Giovanni Bernard apologist too. Yeah, I like <laughs> I him. Still, 
I still think there's a good two-way game about him. I think that a Bernard Mixon pair could be great if they if they get Jeremy Hill out of the way, which right. I, they're not. I mean, Hill got what 15 snaps last week. Mixon got 16. Hill was third in snaps last week. We'll be able, a lot of that was because of the game flow. You know, it was kind of the you know they had to kind of keep pace with the Texans, which is weird to say, but you know, just a weird weird type of game. But Bernard does the is the best at everything right now. Yeah. Mixon is going to be that guy because he's got a little bit more size to him. Well, so. okay, so the Bengals, look, I, I, coaches have to make sound, logical decisions, blah, blah, blah. But, however. <laughs> however, the Bengals are desperate. Marvin Lewis is desperate. A new offensive coordinator is coming yep. in. Mm-hmm. Does he, do you think he comes in and he looks at the tape, right? And he's looking at different tape, more tape than me. But he looks at it and, and, and he probably goes, why on earth am I playing Jeremy Hill? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> right? I um, mean, basically, I, I got to get the ball to, to the guys who can make plays. And he's pretty clearly number three in this pecking order on that front. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Bill Lazor, he's had an interesting offensive history there. Um, yeah. You know, it's remember all those years we, we thought he'd do the big next big thing was Ryan Tannehill. Didn't always pan out. But, right. you know, there, there, there's, there's some upside in the change. I think there's a little bit more excitement with Lazor. Um, minimally more excitement. So I don't know. Um, maybe not this week, but I think it has a chance to pay off down the road this season, but that offensive line has got to get better. Maybe they get, maybe that the scheme will mold better to them. I don't know. So laser was a chip Kelly guy, right? Yeah. Okay. That that was why all the excitement in Miami, but you can't, I mean, basically you, you can't change your tempo that much on a dime. No, it's going to be, it's going to take at least a few weeks. I would think. Okay, and it's it's not a good week to to test all that either. No, so. it's not. Um, yeah. So so where are you on AJ? I mean, AJ Green's another one. You have to play him, but you can't be totally happy. This isn't yeah. a terrible matchup, though. Yeah. Pass well, pass defense wise. Yeah, I have Green in a keeper league, so I'm playing him regardless. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's it's yeah, it, but the, at least these cornerbacks are pretty terrible. So that's a, that's a that's a positive, right? So. Um, Jordy, what's Jordy's status? He practiced, I believe. At least limited, if not fully, Wednesday. So, I think he's on he's on track unless he has a setback. So. Sounds like he's going to play. Okay. Yeah. Cobb, Cobb is less of a certainty. So. Got it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Raiders Redskins Sunday night. This is the highest, by the way. Point to uh, over under is fifty four, with the Raiders favored. So so the Raiders are up there with the Patriots as the highest implied point total of the week twenty eight and a half. Patriots twenty seven three quarters. So. Um, I mean, the Raiders are, this is just, this is such a good offense. They move. <laughs> they, yeah. you know, I wasn't the biggest Marshall Lynch fan either, but I was like, all right, there's, there's a chance he just motors. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, people, but you know, Andrew Laird, one of our good tweeters as well said, you know, it took him a couple of times to get in the end zone from, from close. So, you know, volume is going to still going to be there. It's going to be the defining aspect of Lynch. But he he does look like vintage when he's between the tackles most of the time, though. He looks really good. It's a great line, too. So everybody there looks I mean, basically everybody there. I mean, and this is a situation. This is a car game if you have him. Yeah, I think so. Um, They can avoid Norman pretty easily. Um, Either way, I I I think it might be Crabtree, but Crabtree moves, too. So it's not. No, I don't think Norman's going to be able to follow anybody because Cooper and Crabtree, that's going to be a lot to handle. Right. So. All right. You know. Jordan Reed. Yeah. Is not <laughs> what you wanted, but he's still getting the ball. Yeah. 
And, and, is, and if they get near the end zone, they're, they're going to try to throw to him. If he plays. If he plays. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't practice Wednesday to chest sternum issue. It, that, 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 that injury report changed like four times. Right. It was like AC joint, SC joint, something else maybe, and then and then the, the, the chest bru- sternum bruise or whatever. You got to line up, line up Jared Cook or Vernon Davis if you can, if you have him. Yeah, that's true. That that lets so, you wait. You're right. Yeah. Um, no one on Monday lets you wait because people Witten is Witten highly owned. Witten probably highly owned. After these, he had a huge week in week two. Yeah, so. he did. Yeah. All right. Um, Terrell Pryor, what do you do? You, do you work? Is uh, this chemistry issue bothering you? A little bit. Is that is that it? Do you think that's it? I think that's it. Um, you want to talk about buy, not buy low, but just buy. I think there's buy there, but yeah. it, it's risk reward buy. I think, you know, I was, I was at the impression that, you know, last year there was a quick change to wide receiver worked out well. Um, you know, facing the Eagles and facing who they faced last week, Washington, they faced, um, um the Rams Rams. That's, that's two pretty decent cornerback assignments. That they're pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jermaine Johnson followed prior most of the time. So this week might be a bit of a break, but the Raiders have some good secondary play as well. So if Reed doesn't play, I'm excited about prior a little bit more. But <laughs> right. OK. I don't know. It's wide receiver three again, you know. And the running backs, we're not sure what's going to happen. Kelly, we're not sure if he's going to if he's going to play. We think he is. Yeah. Um, he came out last week and P. Ryan got the ball 21 times. Everybody cut him last week because he didn't touch the ball in the first game. Mm-hmm. And now he's back and. He was he wasn't that impressive. His volume was great. Yeah, but he didn't do a lot with it. Yeah, I mean, the, he's a guy that needs to thrive on the interior as well because he, he he moves pretty well in space. Um, but you know, the interior of that Redskins line is not good. Um, I, I like Thompson when he gets the ball. Oh, I, I love him. Too. There's excitement there. He mo- he you know I mean you know fluke plays whatever we want last week at the long touchdowns, but he's the, he's he's that role. He's that change of pace and. With this rate, the Redskins are going to need to change their pace a lot because they can't do much. So Right. I would I give know. that guy the ball as much as I could if I was him. Yeah, me too. Um, I think Gruden likes him, and I, but I wonder why he doesn't get the ball in his hands more. Um, yes. Okay, last one. Cowboys-Cardinals Monday night. Mm. Are, you, are you worried about Dak at all? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, he's faced two really good defensive lines so far. And that offensive line is an issue. People didn't talk about the loss of Leary enough. Yeah. Um, Collins has, has got upside, but he really hasn't graded well out of the gate. Witten's been involved because he's had to dump the ball off so much. Right. And Des Bryant getting downfield hasn't been easy. I mean, he got he got that touchdown last week because they were at the two or one or whatever. And he just happened to win a good matchup with Tlaib. And he can do that in short space. But downfield stuff with Des, it's not working. Yeah. I mean – Dak doesn't, doesn't have time. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. And he – yeah, all right. And, and it's the line. Okay, that's fair. Man, I don't want to beat Dak up because it's – you know, like you said, it's not all It's not all him. It's not all his fault. I, I still think there's – you know, the, there's, there's regression with their interceptions. He only threw, what, like four last year? That, that was going to kind of go up a little bit. But right. He's still a good decision maker. So, um, Are you – as far as Zeke goes, I mean, last mm-hmm. week, you know, I mean, that was just a terrible – that was a tough game last week. Bad um, match. They're throwing to him a lot more. I mean, they talked about it, and they're and and they're putting their money where their mouth is so far on yeah. that. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, if you if you drafted him, well, I mean, it depends on when. Well, that yeah, but right. that that's a re- that's going to be a really nice payoff because if he runs as well as we think he can run, and he catches you know fifty to sixty passes, holy moly! 
Yeah, I, I think he's okay this week too. Um, he'll yeah. get he'll get the ball and just just get him with a head of steam and, and a little bit of you know get get him on the on the wheel or whatever and he'll be dangerous. So I don't know. Um, still it, it, interesting to to see you know I'd love to see him hustle more. So that play, but <laughs> but that, was that just one play? Uh, he he has that body language a bit more this year. Okay. I don't know. There's a little bit more of a bitterness about him. And there's a little bit more of a, I don't know, jerkness about him. I don't know. I, I can't say I speak to his character highly, but, you know. Right. It was so funny how everybody just jumped all over him. You know, oh, Emmett Smith would have never done that. Oh, my God. Shut up. It was one. I mean, come on. I don't know if it was more than one play, but I, I, it looked like we, we didn't see a ton of evidence, let's say. There's an air about him that I'm not sure I like him as a person. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that. you know, he, he so, hit, hit people. Allegedly. Right. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Any, any, anyway. Moving Cardinals. On. Yeah. Chris Johnson. <laughs> Come on. Fall forward or whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. This backfield's a mess. I, I know, but he's going to get the ball. And it's a good matchup. It is. It is. I, I'm, I'm starting him in a league for sure. Right? Yeah. Deeper league for sure. Like a couple flex spots. But yeah, I mean, Demarcus Lawrence looks decent as a pass rusher, though. Yeah. I'm going to say that. That's true. Um, you know, the Jalen Smith-Sean Lee combo might actually work a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, you start Chris Johnson, My I think. God, who would have who would have thought that? He's this, he, he knows the system. Kerwin Williams, I guess. I mean, I still think Kerwin's the most exciting, all things equal. If you give them all equal workloads, I think he would do more with it. Right. And but, the other one, Andre Allington last Allington. week. What did he catch last week? He caught three. Eh, but, no. Yeah. No, forget it. Okay. Yeah, Chris Johnson. It's weird. I know. Um, the receivers. Are, are you on the Carson Palmer's toast camp or is he still OK? Uh, I think mostly toast. But now that everyone's dropping him, I'm like, hmm, he'd make a pretty decent backup if all breaks right again. Yeah. And this week could tell us, I think. I, 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 I like what I've seen from Nelson so far. J- yep. JJ. I mean, I, I have him in a fishbowl league and I'm very happy about that. Best he ball. should be. I mean yeah. – He's he's their downfield guy. I, the John Brown and Jerron Brown stuff is just going to be hard to figure out every week with those two. But I think JJ Nelson's the let's go downfield and see what happens guy. Right. So non PPR, you like that? So all right, let's wrap it. Yeah, and we talked about a lot. <laughs> we did um, a lot of players. All right, everybody, listeners to this podcast get a free ten day RotoWire trial. RotoWire.com slash pod. No credit card required. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Check it out now. RotoWire.com slash pod. Tim. Um, other than being all over Rotowire's social media, what else are you up to? All over. Um, yeah, uh, I've got a, got a radio appearance with the ESPN Radio New Orleans this afternoon at 3.30 Eastern. If you want to check that out, um, I'll be tweeting about it. Um, you know, wrapping up baseball, actually, for the yeah. most part uh, this coming week. And um, Sunday I'll be doing the Facebook Live lineup chat, you know, the Down to the Wire uh, Facebook chat. I'm trying to get that branding down because, you know, every every wire pun we have to have. That's right. So, yeah, that's just what we do. So. What time are you doing that? Oh, I think it's going to start at noon Eastern this week. A little bit longer because, you know, first couple weeks you got to f- figure out what your you know your routine is every, every morning, I guess. So hopefully 12 to 12.45 I think is what I'm aiming for this, this coming Sunday. So uh, be there. And we'll have John McKechnie on tonight on the Facebook page for Thursday line of questions. So cool. uh, although how many guys are you going to consider starting Thursday? But, you know, ni- nice to get ahead on things. Sure. During the week as well. So you were going to you might miss a barn burner of an ending of uh, Jags Ravens if you do noon to 1245. 
Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be doing hopefully some live play-by-play on some of that as we go. So uh, great, and we and we can nice recap the morning a little bit too. You know, say what what we're actually watching, what we've seen. So it'll 12, be good. Twelve to twelve forty-five, where Blake Bortles gets a hundred yards passing. Yeah, in garbage time. <laughs> hey man, that helps people either way. It does. You can't complain. Two quarterback, two quarterback. You gotta like it. All right, everybody, please review and rate this podcast if you like it. And if you're listening, we'd appreciate that. Thank you for listening to this edition of the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by Fanball. Our next episode is going to be coming Friday. Derek Van Riper will put a bow on the week, check in on the injury reports and all that. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.